within your circle of influence, you can develop these principles just in the area that you are running, uh, whether that is a small uh, department or a separate business unit, and perhaps be a light uh, to the rest of the organization. Hi, I'm Murtaz Versi, and this is Engage, Relate, Perform, the show that helps leaders and organizations drive long-term results by fostering relationships and enhancing engagement. If you're looking to seriously improve your team's performance while impacting lives and succeeding at driving long-term results, then this is the show for you. It doesn't matter that you already have that dream title or simply curious about how far you can challenge yourself. I'll be giving you practical tips, relevant commentary, and valuable insights about how you can engage and utilize relationships with talent, community, and other stakeholders around you to achieve the best results and help them stick long-term. Get all the latest information at mutazaversi.com forward slash port. Once again, it's M-U-R-T-A-Z-A-V-E-R-S-I dot com forward slash port. Really quickly, I want to give you an amazing opportunity to download my very free, very useful, very much for you, ebook titled Engage, Relate, Perform, 90 Days to Conscious Leadership and Performance Culture. It is a 90-day effective guide to get you inspired for your leadership journey daily. These are practical tips you can follow every day to guarantee you give and you get the best out of the existing relationships for long-term results. As I say, it takes 90 days to create a lifestyle. That's what culture means, a way of life. So if you want to do the work, but still enjoy the journey and above all, look forward to it day by day. Then go to mutazaversi.com forward slash pod and download your copy of Engage, Relate, Perform. 90 days to conscious leadership and sustainable performance. Listeners, there's a difference between having a plan and implementing it. Anyone can say they'd like to achieve something and put that as a goal, but it requires precision and dedication to put those words into action and also skillfulness to align the necessary resources to get the job done. So here with me today to discuss goal setting, implementation, alignment of the modern day leader is Johnny Black from South Africa, who works with leaders to facilitate the journey from strategy to measurable performance. Johnny, karibu sana to this podcast. Thank you very much, Mataza. It's uh, really good to be here and um, yeah, excited uh, to share uh, this topic with you. Brilliant. So Johnny, let's get into, into the topic itself. Now, a lot of companies, uh, the buzzword today is sustainability. And when you look at the word sustainability, everyone wants to ensure that the business is sustainable, is long-term performing. Everyone's talking about how the world is going to be sustainable and living, living that the world to the next generation in, in great form so that they can continue continuously live as well. And from my perspective, I look at it as we need to now lead through leaders. We need to develop more leaders and lead through leaders. Talking about leading through leaders, how do we take a journey from strategy to measurable for performance that is sustainable? What is your take for it? Well, you're so right that it really is all about leadership. So it, it comes down to that one factor, uh, sadly, at the end of the day, a great leader will, you know, will take his business forward in a sustainable way. And um, the concept of sustainability, very important for me, is um, leaders who get the organization focused on not just the lag measures, which are really often the financials after the fact. I'm finding that the leaders that are really strong on what I would call the lead 
measures, things like the uh, the health of the organization, the climate, the, the staff climate, the motivation of the people, the relationships they have with their customers and their suppliers. It's those kinds of metrics that, that really build your sustainable organization. And uh, if you can get that right, then the, the results come. They, they're an outcome of, of getting your lead measures right. And, and that's, that's what we talk about the leg and the lead and and in that perspective what we notice is leadership is very much engulfed into doing the both the lead and the leg and they don't develop more people um, in your perspective as far as the strategy is concerned and execution is concerned what do you think they should do now where should they focus what is the refocus now in order to build that. So, so when you talk about execution, in fact, Larry Bossidy and Ram Charan have uh, written an excellent book called The Execution Gap, where they, they claim that, that the execution gap is the number one challenge facing organizations today. So it's not about building a great strategy. It's about how do you take that strategy and filter it down, get everyone focused on it, and, and deliver on that strategy. So... In our process, we, we build on what we refer to as disciplines of execution. Uh, the first discipline being uh, focus on the highly important. And uh, I would always advocate that your strategy must fit onto one A4 sheet of paper. From where you want to get to, to what you have to focus on and uh, how you're going to get there and, and how are you going to measure yourselves. Uh, it's easier to communicate because everyone needs to understand the strategy and it's important to involve people in developing that. So, so that's the first discipline is the, is the focus on the highly important. I would say the, 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 the next step is to translate those high-level goals into measurable actions because very often uh, people know what the goal is, but they don't know what to do to achieve that goal. And, and I find that uh, a lot of work needs to be done at that level. And then um, the third uh, discipline is to build a compelling dashboard so we can see very quickly, are we winning or losing? And the fourth and final discipline is to hold everyone accountable all of the time. And that's when you're, where your aligned uh, KPI scorecards um, come in and uh, ensuring that everyone uh, is, is aligned to the, to the goals. So let's look at the first one. Um... Johnny, the first discipline is a highly important goal. Um, for organization, I think <clears throat> the highly important goal is to, fil to filter all the goals into one uh, and to ensure that we have a few big goals. Is that what you're trying to implement, uh, say here, or is it, is it something else that we're trying to understand? What is that highly important goal that they need to look at? Or how many goals is really practical to have and to, to execute? I, I think that um, once you clear about the vision, uh, and that might be one big goal, uh, a measure of that vision. I think you've, you've still got to um, build your strategy around some key focus areas, and that's dependent on the business. But uh, the balanced scorecard pillars are a good starting point um, where it would be unusual not to have people, uh, processes, customer, and your financials as, as at least four pillars. Um, but they're often, they're often more. And then I would advocate that there should be no more than three, perhaps maximum of four strategic objectives, high level strategic objectives per pillar. Mm -hmm. uh, and you need to measure those. 
mm-hmm. and that can easily fit onto one one page. Okay, and, and when you talk about the measurement, then when you talk about the high important goals, is, are there goals that can really, uh, or when you talk about measurements, do we talk about something like the behavior, the lead part? Does it come in there, or does it come in on the compelling dashboard? Because uh, on on the translating uh, or discipline high important goals, or does it come into an area where we look at it at the accountability perspective. Well, it's the it's the measure that really gives that strategic objective bite um, at the end of the day. So you know, there's an old adage: what can't be measured can't be managed. So so I like the format that if we have a strategic objective, well, how do we how are we going to measure this, guys? And you know, at the is it at the end of the year, um, the end of eighteen months? You know, what is the metric? And that might be a lag. Um, but if you can get a lead measure in there too, um, that's a nice balance. Yeah. I mean, uh, and in your uh, in your experience running all the strategy and also uh, executing part, what has been the major challenge for leaders today to drive that, to execute that, uh, that, uh, that strategy, to make it more sustainable? What is your experience with that? Well, my experience... Um, is that once a strategy process is completed, everyone goes back to what they were doing before and they're driven by the urgency. And um, you one's got to develop a mechanism or a process where people spend time on the important but not necessarily urgent. You know, you don't have to persuade people to get involved in the urgent. It's compelling. They do it anyway. So what, what we've developed over the years is a, is a cloud-based, uh, web-based system that really holds people accountable to each other. It's not necessarily top down, but it's accountable to to these these strategic initiatives and these high level strategic goals that are not necessarily urgent. And that's that. Therein lies the problem: is that it can easily uh, the the days and the weeks can go by because you you too busy and 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 a lot of that busyness is distraction exactly and that's where we talk about really distraction that puts you off in not focusing and that's why we see many organizations have their plans but when it comes to the time at the end of the year or whenever they review their plans they don't see to have met their plans uh, and i'm sure and the one thing that you really met make it very clear is that you need some support system an internal operating system for one as an individual to understand between urgent and important but also to make sure that the important part is taken care of but you also need a support system uh, that will help you align and having that part where you talked about the dashboard uh, that gives you an indicator and tells you how we're doing and where we're going if we're in the right path uh, in that but coming to the point of uh, measurement then uh, johnny uh, the the norms of measurement has always been top downwards so they measure people from top uh, the and, and they measure people how subordinates or workmates or colleagues are uh, are performing what is your thought or is there a system of how we can measure as well uh, leaders upwards so that we get the best of each other because there is uh, a, there is a change in leadership where we're talking about uh, supporting each other and mentoring so mentoring can not necessarily be top downwards but it can also be down upwards uh, looking at the uh, the change of generations from 
computer to non-computer usage to computer usage. Now, uh, I guess there is a lot of uh, mentoring upwards. And in that way, my question is, do we need also to measure upwards? What's your experience on there? I, I, I think that when it comes to measurement, it's important uh, to get input and to get agreement. You know, the measure is the measure, but uh, very often the top-down process doesn't work because it's exactly that, is that people don't feel engaged. Uh, they feel that this has just been given to them. So it's not their measure. So if it doesn't work, it's not my fault, you know, but as soon as they're involved in that process, and I think that goes for the entire strategy process itself. Um, I, I like, uh, in terms of time frame, I like um, to develop a three-year strategy. I, I think uh, looking further out than that in this fast-changing world is is not very effective, but it's got to be uh, re- revisited and monitored on an annual basis. And then in terms of that dashboard, uh, um, on our system, on, on Epic, for example, people can update their progress on the strategic objectives that they've been allocated. And, and one needs to engage as a team on a monthly basis and review what the dashboard is saying. So uh, it's, I, I think it's that cadence of accountability where each month we are, are eyeballing each other and, um, and explaining what's happened and what we've done to achieve the goal so far uh, is a very, very important part of the process. And then depending on the size of the organization, you could replicate that in each business unit. Yes. And that could really uh, uh, steer up the... Uh what we call sustainability performance, because then there is there is a buy-in as well in, in the entire organization because there's a huge level of engagement with people and it's not about position anymore. It's more about how do we work as a team to deliver what is required to be delivered and only make decisions as, as a leader when that need arises. I think I think that's such an important point. I, I think that uh, that level of engagement and inclusion, you know, no involvement, no commitment. So um, that that's what I found out. You know, if we if we have a strategy session, I would encourage the entire team, top senior team to be part of that process, uh, and then for each business unit uh, to have their uh, senior team to be part of that process and then make sure that you communicate that strategy and not hide it somewhere so that everybody in the organization knows what they are doing, how important it is and how it relates to achieving uh, the strategic goals at the end of the day. Um, and then your reward and recognition must be, you know, must be subsequent to that. Um, so that, you know, there's, there's a purpose in this whole thing. So if we summarize that then, the fourth thing, the one, one of the things that we notice in, in planning is the execution gap, the strategy execution gap. And using the leg and the lead, that helps to really get the results that we want. And the recipe is really one, if we can also measure the vision, but the, 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 the recipe, the biggest recipe is uh, following the fourth discipline, which is putting down your highly important goal translating high-level uh, goals into action, um, having a compelling dashboard, dashboard, but also ensuring that we have accountability in that whole process. And accountability cannot, does not necessarily mean holding only each other accountable, but it can also be accountability partner in terms of helping each other grow and making sure that we achieve the results together as a team. To conclude, Johnny, um, when you're talking about 
the whole aspect of it. Where do you fit in leadership in this whole aspect? And I don't mean positional leaders. I mean leadership in general. How do you uh, fit in leadership at every level to drive strategy for that execution? Well, ultimately, we are all leaders. We all have a leadership role, uh, no matter where you are in the organization. And so, you know, we have to tap into that talent and that expertise. But, but ultimately, the leaders that do have the positions and the roles really have an enormous responsibility to, to make this all happen. It's not going to happen on itself. And, and it, it really starts from the top in, in that respect. Is the top person is ultimately responsible for getting a high-performance organization really sits um, at the, from the very top. But if it's not happening, you all have a circle of influence. And you, in, within your circle of influence, you can develop these principles just in the area that you are running, uh, whether that is a small uh, department or a separate business unit, and perhaps be a light uh, to the rest of the organization. So it's, it's not a case of, of waiting for someone above you to say, um, this is the way it's got to be done. Uh, I, I'm a firm believer in working in your circle of influence uh, where you can and exercising your leadership uh, responsibilities. And that is so important because you can be leading at any level of your organization and taking your team to the next level. Be an influence. Let Be a leader and let others follow. Immaterial of your position. So important point there, Johnny. Thank you so much. But before we come to an end, we have three rituals, Johnny. Uh, and we want to take you through those three rituals. The first ritual is that um, in every guest, before they end the session, they leave a question for the next guest. And I have a question for you from the past guest, from Mokadi, uh, also from South Africa. And I'd like to pose that question to you for you to be able to answer, if that's okay with you. Pleasure. I'll try to my best. Yes. <laughs> he says, what are the necessary narratives that mm -hmm. as leaders of the 21st century, we should be focusing on? I think there's, uh, there's no one narrative, but my, my suggestion and um, yeah, my firm belief is whatever those narratives are, uh, simplicity uh, is, is, is key. I think we have as human beings a tendency to overcomplicate things um, and we lose people in the, in the journey uh, and nowhere else is that more pertinent than in strategy. So, um, yeah, I, I don't have a single answer to what the narratives are. I think it, it varies from context to context. But, wow, keep that story simple. Exactly. So nice. Keep that sto story simple. The next ritual we have, Johnny, is you may leave a question for the next guest. So what's your question to the next guest? My question to the next guest is how do you tap into positive human energy in your organization? How do you tap to positive human energy in your organization? That's going to be an interesting answer to listen to. Thank you so much for that, the second ritual. And the final ritual, Johnny, that's for you. We want you to share anything, philosophy, goals, thoughts, thought leadership to uh, all our listeners. Uh, that's for you. You have 30 seconds to say anything that you wish to say. I think for me, it's quite simple. Make sure that you enjoy what you do. Have fun. Make sure that it's, it's something that you're passionate about. 
And if you're involved in something that does not inspire you, does not get up, get you up every day in the morning, full of positive human energy to, to get the job done, then uh, look hard at yourself and find your passion. Find what turns you on and, and make sure you get involved in that. Life's too short to be buried in an eight to five job that, you, that you're not enjoying. Brilliant. Enjoy, enjoy what you do. Wake up with a purpose. And if it's not there, look for it because life is too short. Until next time, this is Mutaza Versi, Engage, Relate, Perform. Do visit us next week. Until next week, Versi beaucoup. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Engage, Relate, Perform, hosted by me, Mutaza Versi. Make sure you've subscribed to this show so you don't miss a single episode. And be sure to visit mutazaversi.com forward slash board to download all the resources, show notes, and all the freebies mentioned in this episode, including your copy of my highly effective ebook, Engage, Relate, Perform, 90 Days to Conscious Leadership and Performance Culture, plus extras just for subscribe. Once again, go to mutazaversi.com forward slash board and get everything you need. And we'll be back next week for more Engage, Relate, Perform.